come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Von Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I'm Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And this is a Valentine's Day episode. I mean, it's not really a Valentine's Day episode, but it's coming out on Valentine's Day, and it's the theme is romantical stuff. Like hearts and kisses. Hearts and kisses and all that romantical stuff. Yes. Yeah. Which you know all about because you're all romantical, right? Am I? I mean, you give me hugs when I ask for them. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Jeez. You hold my hand when I ask you to. So I'm romantic on command? Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) Well, no. Sometimes sometimes you do it on your own. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, we don't have a lot of other stuff to talk about other than the fact that... um, Mary Miller has let us know in multiple ways how cold it is in Indiana, (laughs) (laughs) including with a postcard. So thank you for that, Mary. We do appreciate that. And I think that's I think that's it. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. I think that's it. That's kind of boring. Go us. No fun (laughs) updates. I mean, Mary's fun. If you'd like to change our boring uh, email then just send us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Tell us a story. Tell us a joke. Tell us your opinions on the world. Write us a limerick. Write us a limerick, exactly. We might read it on the air. We'll probably read it on the air. Unless you're just really offensive, (laughs) we won't read it on the air. So just a fair warning there. But nobody sent us anything offensive ever. So Mm -mm. I don't mean an offensive limerick. We'll probably still read that on the air. But, uh, you know, offensive in other ways. Anywho, let's get into this. Here's what we want to do. We want to tell you how you can be romantic while cruising. Have you ever been romantic while cruising? That was a rhetorical question. But, I mean, you can answer if you want. You want to get a little lovey-dovey on a cruise ship? I mean, that's, that's the topic, right? So... How does one get romantic on a cruise? What are the best ways to get romantic on a cruise? That's what we're going to do right now. So to start off with, the most obvious thing, I guess, the most the most romantic thing you could do on a cruise is get married. Right? Would you say that? Yeah. I mean, there's there's two other parts to that I'd say is, yes, definitely get married. Renew your vows, which you have, is you kind have to be of... married first. Which is kind vows. of like a, a secondary marriage. Yeah. To the same person. Right, right. Yes. And then, <laughs> of course, before the marriage is the proposal. Yes. Proposing on a cruise. Reno approves. 
proposing on a cruise. That have, has anyone ever done that? Have you ever proposed on a cruise? If so, um, shoot us an email and let us know. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Have you renewed your vows? We know Dave and Brandy got married on a cruise. We had them on this podcast talking about that very topic. Have you gotten married on a cruise? Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Maybe, so, maybe send Matt some some hints on, on how he can be romantic on a cruise. <laughs> We've got a whole list coming up here. Yeah, but, you know, relating to the first thing that oh, we talked about. Oh, 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 I see. I see. It's a trap. And, uh, okay, <laughs> so anyway, here's another really romantic thing you could do. And I'm not exactly sure how you would pull it off. But surprising somebody with a cruise. I think that'd be easy to pull off. I Really? Yeah. I don't think it would be. Why? Like, how would we do that for each other? Because we have to be able to get the time off of work. And we have to, I mean, there's a lot of preparation that goes into cruising. Well, so so for us in particular, I know your boss. Well, that's true. Um, that's true. I guess. So in, we, in well, everything, I always book everything and it's always under my email. So you could surprise me with the cruise. I could but, easily do that. Here's the thing, though. Okay, here's the thing. When we're talking surprising somebody with a cruise... Are we talking like, hey, happy Valentine's Day. Guess what? We're going on a cruise in two weeks. Or are we talking about, hey, time to get up. Guess what? We're going on a cruise. It's leaving today. Like, what do you, what are you thinking when you're like thinking surprising somebody with a cruise? You got to pack your own stuff. So you're going to know in advance. <laughs> I mean, that, neither one would be a bad thing. But like the... Hey, wake up in the morning and find out you're going on a freaking cruise would be outstanding. I just don't know. There are so many problems with being able to pull that off. I mean, it depends. Like, especially for us, right? Especially that's, for me. That's, that's what I was gonna say. All the gear and nonsense. I yeah, have to bring we'd along with we'd me. have to. <laughs> I'd have to tell your one of us, whoever surprises who, would have to tell in advance because we have to decide on excursions and what we're gonna do and like how much we're gonna dive and what we're gonna do where yeah. and we have to have our gear and packed up and ready to go for that sort of thing. So it can't be the morning of, unless we're leaving out of Tampa. Then even, we could we could pull it off. We could, but even then, I don't know. Like I feel like there's always like last minute shopping and you know, there's manicuring and not well not man man manscaping that has to take manscaping place. Manscaping that. Ooh. Yeah. You know I manscape when I cruise. Yeah. You usually help me with that. So uh yeah, so there's there's preparation is all I'm saying. Now, you know, maybe it could be done and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's both intriguing and kind of like ah, that wouldn't work. So, who knows? Who knows? But let's let's go past that because those are all kind of planned out things. We want to really focus on. Let's say that you want the ultimate romantic, full on day on a cruise. So we have come up with a list of romantic things you could do throughout the day. So we're going to read this list like we're going through a day on a cruise and we're going to talk about each one of these romantic things that you can do. Cool. Where do we start? Well, let's start at the beginning. Every everything every day begins 
by waking up, right? So So you wake up together. You wake up together, which isn't actually on the list, but No, I mean, but yeah. We usually wake up together. We do. We're cute like that. And then you could so we kind of wake up together whether we set an alarm or don't. But if you're on a cruise, I know you want to sleep in, but hear me out. We're going for the ultimate romantic day. I guess sleeping in could be romantic, but you know what? I don't know. This is more romantic, I think. Set that alarm for the crack of dawn and get up and go watch a sunrise together. Start the day by watching the day be born. How's that? Sounds good. Yeah. And the thing about being on a cruise ship is you don't have to worry about East Coast, West Coast stuff because you're on a ship in the middle of wherever. You're going to be able to see the sunrise. You just go to whatever side of the ship the sun is rising on. Yes. And I know somebody out there is going to be like, well, you could just watch a sunset and it doesn't matter because you don't know if it. No, no, no. Sunrises are different because you know you have the whole day ahead of you. Sunsets are different because you're closing out your day. They're different experiences. So don't don't even don't even. That's all I'm saying. I don't think I've ever watched a sunrise on a cruise. Really? Nope. Oh. I don't think so. Oh, I have. I have. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, you got to get up early, but it's fun. Yeah. All right, what is what is what do we do next? Breakfast in bed. So you're going to go back to bed? Yes. Cuz you can, you know, get a balcony um, or if depending on which way the ship's sailing and stuff, you may have to leave your room. But uh, but let's say maybe you don't. And then you go back to bed and you call for that breakfast in bed. Room service. Room service, yeah. Yeah. And then you lay in bed and you eat your breakfast. That could be nice. That's nice. So So you still sort of have that sleeping in experience without sleeping in. Yes. And you don't have to go fight in the buffet. You don't have to. You just breakfast in bed i have ordered breakfast on a cruise to my room it's very nice it's a very very nice experience have you ever done that um i've only ever done that when we are like at a port early like i'll order like a bagel so i can eat and then jump off the ship because i'm at a port i don't remember if it was holland america or if it was norwegian that i was on that I did the the breakfast in at room service, not necessarily in bed, but in room service, which could have been in bed, and it was like the full on breakfast, like bacon, eggs, toast, every, whatever you want, pancakes. I don't like pancakes, but whatever you want, and and so that's a different than like a bagel and yeah. a donut so, or something so like that. Breakfast in bed honestly doesn't appeal to me a whole lot. Because I don't know if you notice this, but a lot of times when we eat dinner or whatever we're eating, you can sit down and like have your food on your lap or whatever. I need to have that table. Oh. So I I like going to sit at a table and eating my food. So you don't want to eat breakfast in bed. Okay. I, right. I would do it. It's not my preference because I feel like I can't sit up properly and then I ended up. I end up with it all over myself instead of in my mouth, which is where it belongs. And that's a whole nother topic. But uh, we we <laughs> could do breakfast in the room and then eat it out like on the balcony or something. Oh, I'd like be that all about that. That would be good. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Yeah. All right. What's what are we going to do now? Now we're up. We we probably took a shower or something, and now what? 
um, we go do a cooking class. Okay, this does not necessarily sound great to me, but I guess it could be romantic, right? We we did a lot of research on this, and this is something that came up. This is one that I was like, that's romantic to take a cooking class, but you said yes. Yeah, I mean, be. I know I know on land they do, like, couples cooking classes. Actually, Christina, my, my employee, did, like, a couples cooking class thing with her boyfriend, and she loved it. Okay. I would try it. I mean, it could be fun. I think they're, you know... I imagine they would make it really fun and especially, I don't know, if it was designed to be a couple's cooking class, they would probably be even more romantic. But if it's just a regular cooking class, it'd probably still be, you know, I'd, I'd do it. That's what I'm saying. I'd do it. The next one I'm not so sure about because that's dance lessons. What kind of dancing are they going to teach me on a cruise? Well, I know. I have two left feet. I've, I've seen them do like the thriller dance lessons. Have you seen them do that? Yeah, but that's... I. I think they're thinking more of like salsa dancing yeah, or something like that. I mean, like that. that that would be more on the romantic side. I, like, I, totally I would love that. to do that. I totally get that would be a romantic thing. I don't know that I have the coordination or skill set to do that, but I, I could see the, the romantic aspect of that. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't do it well, but I'd, I'd really enjoy doing I, it. This is going to surprise some people probably, but I would much rather do a salsa dance than try and learn how to dance to thriller oh i would too i'm not i'm not a big pop dance fan so because you hate michael jackson i don't hate michael jackson but i'm not a big michael jackson fan so uh yeah all right next up is something i could definitely get behind and that is holding hands walking maybe on the promenade and you skipped one i did oh i did well we'll go back to that okay one. so so walking around on the deck you know, just being cutesy and stuff, looking for flying fish and things of that nature, birds, looking for boobies. It can be very romantic. Uh, you're out there, the ocean breeze. Boobies, really? <laughs> the birds, Kimba. Yeah, I, I know what you Where mean. Where was your mind? I, it was with the birds. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, we have kind of did that. We, we did do, do that. that. That's the one thing on this list so far that we actually did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on our one cruise before the world shut down. And uh, and now going back to the one that I skipped over. The couple's massage. Have you ever had a massage? Yes. Do you like it? Mm, it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. I, I've, it kind of hurt. Yeah. I, I can't. I mean, I love back rubs, but... Um, I'm willing to give a massage another chance. I'm absolutely 100% willing to give it another chance. The one I did was not great, and it was on a cruise, and it was a couple massage, but it was not, yeah. Was it just like a regular massage, or was it something? I have no idea. It's the only massage I've ever had. I mean, like like I did the bamboo massage. Oh, yeah. Which is like they yeah. took. It was a regular massage. Okay. I think that you could upgrade it and stuff, but. And the but yeah, it was just. I'd like to do like the the hot stones massage yeah. thing. I think I would really enjoy that. Now I have done the the spa tours that you can do, and they will do little mini demos, short demos of some of the massages and stuff, and and I have enjoyed some of those. But um, I don't know. It's just maybe I just had a bad masseuse, but it was not a great experience. But I, but I as much as I love back rubs, I would be willing to give it a shot. So. Maybe we should do a massage on our next cruise. We could try. We could if, try. If we go on one. <laughs> when we go on one. When we go on one, Kimber. Come on. 
All right. Next, next up is one you came up with. Matching tattoos. And there's only one ship you're going to be able to do that on. Well, well, maybe it'll, two. It'll be two. Yeah. Yeah. The Virgin Voyages, the Scarlet Lady, and the Valiant Lady. So we can do tattoos. What tattoo would you get that would be matching with me? If we got matching couples tattoos, what we, what would we get? Um, something dive related. Something scuba. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. All right. What would you choose? I, I would say something scuba, or yeah, probably something scuba. I think that would make the most sense. Or Luna. Yeah, I mean, maybe Luna, kidding. but probably scuba, scuba would be a little bit more, make more sense. So the only thing about getting tattoos is then you can't do any water activity. So this is going to have to be a... It'll be you on know, your last day. Yeah, yeah, something like that. All right, then you finish up with your uh, matching tattoos. And, uh, well, you are going to go on an excursion because you're, let's say you're at port. So you do some sort of romantic excursion. Now, what is a romantic excursion I don't know. There's there. It could be a chocolate tasting chocolate. There you go. There you go. It could be like a. I was thinking like you you said earlier, like a private cabana kind of a thing. But really, I to me, I think any excursion could be romantic if it's just like the two of you and, you know, you're you're just it's something that you're spending a lot of time being together doing. I don't think it matters what the activity is. It could become a romantic excursion. I mean, anytime I'm with just you, it's romantic. Yeah, there you go. See? All right. And oh, then, I was talking to Reno. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's disturbing. <laughs> no. right, that is he's over here barking at me. Yeah, he's being weird right now. And then you get back from your excursion, and you get back to your room, and what has happened? There's chocolate-covered strawberries waiting for you. Yeah, so you can order a gift for your significant other, have it delivered to the room, that could be chocolate-covered strawberries, which uh, we've had delivered for us. Very, very nice. Um, well, be... somebody had it delivered for us. Yeah. We didn't deliver right. it to each other. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You could get, like, champagne. You could get a cake. You could get flowers. I mean, there's there's all kinds of options that you can get for that romantic gift. And they'll just deliver it right to your cabin. So pretty I know, cool. I know Carnival will like decorate your room with like banners and stuff. Right, right. So if you're celebrating a special occasion, and that's another thing, I don't think we put that on the list, but definitely, you know, let your travel agent know or let um, the Carnival Cruise Line or whatever cruise line you're going on, let them know that you're celebrating that occasion because a lot of times they will do a little extra bibs and bobs uh, to enhance your experience, which can be really cool. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. So you've eaten all of your chocolate-covered strawberries. And then you wash your face because you have chocolate on it. <laughs> and then what do you do? Then you go do photos. So hopefully you did get all that uh, chocolate off of your face. That's actually why I said it, because I knew what the next one was. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, see, I'm funny. Haha. <laughs> now, w- elaborate on this photos thing. Well, I mean, there's the photos that they, they set up that you go take pictures like along the the hallways is that what they're called hallways yes yeah (laughs) but i know some cruise lines have like a private photo shoot that you can set up i've never done it so i don't know like all the details of it but you can do like a special private photo shoot well, we've seen Dave and Brandy's photo shoot from their wedding. Yeah, but that's part of the wedding package. Right, but I'm just saying, like, that's a private photo shoot. 
I would think, and there were some really cool pictures in that. So, do you think these private photo shoots are going around to different places on the ship, or do you think that they're like staged in one area? Um, it could be both. I think they have a studio. Okay, so it's probably more of a studio thing than like yeah, a, like the wedding one. But I mean, they. I don't, I don't I don't know the details and honestly I've never even looked it up. I've just seen it and I'm like I'm not paying for that and then keep walking. But depending on the situation, I would probably consider it. So, the other thing you could do is find a photographer and then cruise with them. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> you might have to pay for their cruise, which is going to be a really expensive photo shoot, but you or, know, or find a friend with a good camera and then cruise with them. Well, a good camera and also some photo skills for like portrait photography. Right. Like, because I, I love photography. You're getting into photography. Like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm not a pro, but I feel like I can take some really nice pictures of animals. But if you ask me to go take pictures of people in a photo shoot, um... You, I might as well have never touched a camera before. It's a totally different skill set and one that I don't have at all. So uh, you got to have the right skill set for that, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay, what's next? Where are we? Oh, watch the sunset. So we watched the sunrise. Right. Well, now we've done a bunch of stuff and now we have to go watch the sunset. So we've had we've had our strawberries. We've gotten our pictures. We were some part of our body is sore from tattoos. Another part feels relaxed from the massage, and um, and now we're gonna and probably a little sore from dance lessons. I'm probably burnt from cooking class. So now we're gonna go to watch the sunset. Where's a good place to watch the sunset on a cruise ship? So my favorite spot that I've seen the sunset was the aft oh okay yeah so on the paradise the serenity deck is on the back of the ship so i liked on that ship i like to sit on the back and then of course you see like the water on the back of the ship and then the sunset it was gorgeous oh yeah i could see that now of course i guess it depends on the angle you're sailing where you're going to get that best angle but most of the time like if you're in the aft you can probably see the sunset no matter what if it's an open aft area because you can just go to the right side of the ship that the sun is setting on and then you're good uh, i would say that would be a really nice place to watch the sunset another cool place is if you're on one of those ships that has the um the hot tub that's up against the the like side of the ship if you can get into one of those hot tubs where the sun is setting that can be really nice in the swimming pool could be nice if it's the right like if it's in a serenity kind of swimming pool area like an adults only swimming pool area um or you know having a nice cocktail on on the on the deck you know the the whatever the deck is it has the the long area where you can just look out at the water the open deck any of those options or your balcony depending on what side of absolutely the ship you're on. yeah if you're on the right side for the balcony to be facing the sunset that would be a great option super intimate as as well so that would be good that would be very good all right and then after you watch the sunset it's probably time for some dinner so the first thing you could do is 
you could request a table for two. You could do this when you first get on the ship, and a lot of times they will be able to accommodate you so that you don't have to share a table with a bunch of people, which can be nice in some sense, but also can make it a very intimate and romantic thing. This is another thing that we did on the cruise, is we, we didn't request it, but we ended up with our own table, which was very, very nice. I really liked it. Yeah. I mean, I, I like interacting with other people on the cruise, so I did miss that a little bit, but um, the amount I missed that was way over uh, compensated by the fun and kind of romance of just being the two of us. Especially eating. for our first cruise together. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah, it was pretty good. Now, if you want to outdo requesting a table for two, then what we recommend the next the next level, take it to the next level, is what, Kimbra? Specialty dining. Yeah, so you could do what? The steakhouse, yep. the Italian restaurant, mm. um, one of the other options. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some ships have other options for specialty restaurants. There's the Brazilian steakhouses, and there's Mexican restaurants and some ships and stuff like that. But, but yeah, the, the steakhouse is probably the big one, and that's the one that people typically think of with, you know, maybe the um, Italian one being a close second. But yeah, I mean, those are definitely designed to be romantic experiences. Now, you can go with a group and it can be a lot of fun, too. But really, I think where especially the steakhouse where it really shines is a small group, especially if it's like a couple but uh, or, or two couples, you know, like a double date kind of thing. I think that's where it really, you know, comes into its own. So, yes, yeah, specialty dining could be a very romantic option. Well, and with the steakhouse, I know some cruise lines have done, like, if you do the steakhouse on the first night, they'll give you, like, a free bottle of wine. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to dress up if it's the first night because, you know, they're like, well, not everybody has their clothes yet. Well, that's not romantic, Matt. <laughs> you have to wear pants on a romantic night. Fine. Whatever. You know, I was one time I was I was turned away on the first night on the Vista, I believe, from going to the steakhouse because I didn't have pants on. I had not I had a button up shirt and nice shorts on. I wasn't like, you know, like a beach bum or nothing like that. And they were like, nope, you have to have long pants on or you can't use your reservations. And we were like, guess we're not using our reservations but yeah you didn't you didn't go put pants on no it was no oh wow because there was a there were a few of us and mark mark and i were both there and we were like they were just so rude about it that we were like what the heck like i get you have rules but they were like they didn't really even give us that option they weren't even like hey if you'd like to go change it's fine they were just pretty much like you just can't come in so we were just like, fine, we don't want your steakhouse anyway. But that's the only time I've ever had that kind of experience. I've I've seen people in shorts in the steakhouse. Now, I'm not saying that that's what you should do. Like, I do normally wear pants when I eat dinner on a cruise, at the very least. Or at least nice shorts. But if it's like the fancy night or if I'm going to a specialty restaurant, I do normally wear pants and a button-up shirt. So just to clarify there. <laughs> Just to, just to, you know, keep my name from being drugged through the mud too much. And then you could even go fancier than specialty dining, though, right? Some cruises allow an even fancier option, an even ro- more romantic option. What, should we really associate the word fan- 
fancy with romantic. Are those two words synonymous? Um, I think it depends. I mean, when people think of romantic, they think of like the fancy schmancy stuff. But romantic, I mean, not. I don't necessarily do think that. No, way but though. a lot of people think, oh, I'm going on this. I'm going on this fancy date to this expensive restaurant, so it's like going to be super romantic and stuff. But I think romantic could be simple, like like sitting out on your balcony and having dinner. Yeah, to me, romance is is all about the the thought, the creativity, the the effort that is made to enhance your partner's life in some way. Like to me, that's what the romance is about. Yes, it could be done through fancy stuff, but I don't think that that is a necessary ingredient. And I think it's overly stressed. Like, you know, I don't think that that should be the, the main thing that people are concerned about when they're thinking romantic. Like to me, it'd be more romantic to be in the water somewhere and, find something cool than you know to be at a fancy restaurant i don't know unless it's texas roadhouse which i guess is a fancy but <laughs> they don't really consider texas roadhouse that romantic no <laughs> i mean it's good i like their food i love texas roadhouse not a big fan of the singing but i do like their food and not not really my idea of romance though. that's like texas roadhouse is like our date night though like when yeah. we go to Texas well, Roadhouse, yeah. we're like, woohoo. Yeah, but if I was going to take you out. Okay, so here we go. Here's a tangent. So if I was going to take you on a romantic dinner, I would not take you to Texas Roadhouse. I would take you to Texas Roadhouse just for fun, you know, to celebrate something. Yes, absolutely. If I was like, my goal is to be romantic, we're not going to Texas Roadhouse. We're going to like a Greek restaurant or something like that. Like we're going someplace that is special and unique and more intimate and not like, you know, where we can have a conversation and enjoy each other's company without going on like right in, in front of us. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Greek food sounds really good now. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, Greek food is just what I thought of because we had that really nice Greek restaurant, you know, Burns Steakhouse is where you go for romantic steak dinner. Yeah, but that's fancy too. It right? is fancy. It I've is never fancy. been to Burns. I've only heard of it. That's why I said the Greek restaurant because I think that's more in line with what I would think of as as a fancy kind of experience. Melting pot, which is oh. expensive. Yeah, but it's different. But it's a fun experience. Yeah, it's but that's what I'm saying. It's it's the experience. That's that should be the focus of romance. Not the the hoity-toitiness or... The amount of money you spend. Yeah. I mean, that's... I'm not saying that, you know, it's not okay to spend money on that. I'm just saying that that's... If that's what is making the experience special for you, then you should probably reevaluate what you're looking for in life. I Maybe, maybe that's just me. But, um, but that's just how I see the world. So... So yeah, but anyway, speaking of, and I think this is actually a great example. What is the what is the awesome most awesome option for romantic dining on a cruise that we know of? I kind of already said it. Dinner on a balcony. Dinner on a balcony. Did you hear me say that earlier? No, I didn't. No. Did you say That's, that? Yeah, I was kind of leading into it, and then you just went off on your tangent. I went on my tangent. So yeah, dinner <laughs> on the balcony. Because because look, 
Yes, it might cost you more money that way than a specialty restaurant. So the money is there, but it's such a unique experience. It's ultimately intimate because you're just you and your partner right there in your own space. You know, it's it's different. It's unique. It's special. And it's it's done with that intent of just you and that other person. So that, I think, is the creme de la creme of uh, of romantic it would be meals. extra cool if the sunset was happening at the same time. That would be extra cool. That would be extra cool. But here's another example. So a, a romantic lunch to me would be like a picnic at, at a park or at the beach instead of, you know, a lunch at a fancy place or something like that. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter what you're eating. You know, it could be cheese and cool stuff like that or it could just be like a pub subs pub sub yeah but it's it's there's more going on there that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying all right moving on from dinner though dinner's over now now what are we gonna do we got the whole night ahead of us uh let's go to the deck and watch a movie yeah i mean what is more romantic than snuggling up and watching a movie and to be able to do that in the open air on a cruise ship with the popcorn and the blanket. The only the, the only, salty wind blowing across your face. Right. The only thing I will say is that most of the, the seating options on the cruise do not really accommodate two people very well. There are exceptions to that, but a lot of times seating is at, you know, kind of a prime. Um, so it's hard to get decent seats and stuff. But if you can find a place where you can snuggle up with your honey and watch that movie... That's pretty romantic, I think. Especially I if it's a slightly chilly night. Oh, so then you want to snuggle up close. Right, yeah. right. Because if it's really hot, then you might be like, okay, babe, this is great, but could you just kind of unstick yourself from me <laughs> for a second? <laughs> All right, so you watch the movie. You know, now we're getting into the thicket of the evening. And what what more romantic things can we do with our day? We could go do karaoke. We could go do karaoke. And, and uh, you know, one of the things is you could serenade me with, with one of uh, your, you know, your favorite songs or my favorite songs or a song that would be meaningful to, to us. Or we could do a karaoke duet. Or we could duet. Yes. What Which, would be your duet karaoke song of choice for, me, for us? Well, I obviously, since we've been a thing... Like you have made it very clear that you want to sing um, that song from Aladdin. I can show you the world. That one. A whole new world. A whole new world. There you go. A whole new world. That one. Yes, that would be that would be a good song for us to do as a duet. Yeah. And as soon as I stop shaking during the performance. I might be able to well, that's sing. That's why you get some drinks in you. <laughs> Quite a few. I've only done karaoke once, and that was with a large group of people, and I didn't really know the song, and it was. I felt like I was just up there like a robot. But what what song could I karaoke serenade you with? See, I'm tough because you know my musical taste is a little eclectic. I don't, I don't know any of your yeah, music. Yeah, so I I don't know. You just have to find something that was appropriate. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Do you want me to sing Tim Minchin? I don't think they'll have Tim Minchin. Um, plus, you know that one song. 
That one song by Tim what's, what's What's the name of the song? Which one? The I can't tell you what it's called because it's not appropriate for the podcast. I don't know what the actual name of the song is. Though. Oh, the boob song? <laughs> no, that, that would not be the romantic serenade <laughs> song I'm looking for. No. What's the name of that song? I think... Um, Confessions. Confessions. I think it's called Confessions. There we go. Yes. Tim mentioned Confessions. Look it up. It's a it's a hilarious song. <laughs> uh, slightly adult though, so mom probably skipped that one. But but good. It's got a, it's actually got a very positive message. It's not what it sounds like it would be. But uh, yeah. So not that one. That's not a romantic song. Like it would be funny and fun if you did that, but um, I don't think they have that okay. as karaoke on on the cruise. That's here. fine. I was joking. That's just the first song. I, that the, I well, the other of. T- well, when you said Tim mentioned, like he does this whole song about uh, if about his significant other that was like, if it weren't for you, it'd be somebody else. Kind of like, hey, this is great and wonderful and special, but the reality is there's like seven billion of us on the planet, and if it, if I hadn't met you. Someone else would do. It, it's it's a very realistic, logical look at at uh, at the reality. So of, probably not that song of either. Relationships, but I mean, I mean, I like that song. You know, I think <laughs> I think that I, I like the way Tim mentioned things. So, anyway, um, what are we gonna do after this karaoke duet? Now that I've had several drinks of me to get me on stage, I'm gonna go dancing. Which is gonna be awkward because that's something I haven't done in decades <laughs> can do some salsa from our dance lessons. there you go there you go we'll I'm, see i'm not much into dancing i know i'm so. very grateful for that yeah i mean no no look we could slow dance or something yeah that would be cute like, i would do I could, that i could handle that yeah you know? absolutely i can slow dance i can i have two speeds for dancing i can slam dance and i can slow dance there's no there's nothing else for me it's either it's either full-on punk rock circle pogo or it's or it's a slow dance, and that's about the only two speeds I have. Yeah, the the so. slow dance is about all I've got. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, all right. And then the final last thing on our list is a midnight stroll and a little bit of stargazing. Yeah, stargazing, looking up at the night sky. You know, I was going to try and do. A Barry White voice when we started this. I obviously I can't do a Barry White voice. I'm not nearly that cool. But I was gonna try and like change my voice to Barry White. But I realized that that would be very difficult to do. Uh, but then just thinking about stargazing made me think of Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is oh he's kind of gone. I got that voice. Yeah, my favorite astrophysicist, and also has a very sexy voice. So when you you know when we talk about stargazing. He used to do the Hayden Planetarium, I think. Uh, keep looking up after the guy in Miami stopped it. Anyway, yeah, so a midnight stroll. It's midnight, you know, you're you're not quite ready to go back to the room and retire. Uh, you're going to walk, walk around and look up. You're in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico or the Atlantic Ocean or wherever you are. And there's not as many lights around, a little bit of light pollution from the ship, but that's it. If it's a nice, clear night you might see a lot of stars maybe the milky way all kinds of stuff shooting stars maybe shooting do you know what shooting stars are balls of gas (laughs) no i mean stars are balls of burning gas shooting stars are not stars at all 
So is this unromantic? Am I going to ruin people's romance by explaining what shooting stars actually are? When I said balls of gas, I was thinking like the Lion King when they're all laying there on the ground looking up and when they talk about asking, talking about what stars are or something and, and Simba goes into this thing about, oh, it's all the, the great kings of the past or whatever. And then Puma's like, I think they're great balls of gas. And then they all laugh at him. <laughs> Well, that's what stars are, but that's, that's what shooting stars of. are not stars at all. Do you know what they are? You didn't know you were going to get Astronomy 101 science course today, didn't. did you? No. So what shooting stars actually are, they are bits of debris, space dust, if you will, that is in, the, in space in the orbit of the Earth. And so this is why we can predict when we're going to see lots of shooting stars, because as the Earth goes around its 360-day orbit around the sun, there are areas where we know we're going to travel through lots of space debris. So keep in mind, the Earth is traveling very fast through space around the sun, and as it hits the space debris, it burns up in the atmosphere, and we see it as a streak of light going across the sky, a shooting star. Pretty cool, right? Have you seen shooting stars? Oh, yeah. Lots of shooting stars. Okay. Have you ever seen a shooting star? No. Really? No. No, I didn't see shooting stars until um, my dad moved to Farmington, Missouri, and I lived with him for a while. And at night, it was like super dark because it's way out in in the middle of the boonies. And so I would go out a lot of times. I'd be out at night looking at the stars, and I saw many a shooting star as well as seeing that thicker edge of the Milky Way galaxy. And the other place I've seen shooting stars is on cruise ships. So there you go. That's cool. Right there. Next time we go on a cruise, we'll look for flying fish. We'll look for shooting stars. And boobies. And boobies. All right. Well, all that talk of... Boobies made me think of crabs. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> our cruise creature, the arrow crab. You know, our Valentine's cruise creature. Because boobies are animals and crabs are animals. Uh, More like, like Cupid's arrow. Right, arrow crabs. We're talking arrow crabs as the cruise creature. Now, arrow crabs are are pretty cool. And and I don't know. I'm going to try and describe them. I'm actually going to read this description from the Dallas World Aquarium. It says, Arrow crabs, also known as yellow line arrow crabs, have extremely long spider-like legs. Sorry. With deep violet tips, a triangular-shaped body, and an extremely pointed head. Yes, you should probably just look a picture up of these guys because they're pretty adorable. Or we encountered one in Grand Cayman. In our dive video. And Spanish Rocks Reef. And Spanish Rocks Reef. So watch either of those videos on Fantastic uh, Studios. Studios. <laughs> Woo! And uh, and you can see one of our encounters with the arrow crab. Um, let's see. Okay. The pointed rostrum, or nose, is long and slender. Eyes protrude on stalks. They are decapods, which means they have ten legs, eight for walking, and two pinchers, or chelipeds, or chelipeds, depending on how you pronounce that. The body color is a medium golden brown with brown, black, yellow, or gold stripes on their dorsal side. So these are fairly small bodied crabs with very pointy heads 
and really long legs. And they're flipping adorable, quite frankly. They are really, really cute. And uh, I have encountered them before. We've encountered them twice in our experiences together. And we thought they would be good because, you know, Arrow, Cupid's Arrow, right? That's that's the connection here, right? Yeah, and we've seen them, and it's something that you could see. Yes, because their range is basically the Atlantic coast from the Carolinas down throughout the entire Caribbean. So if you're cruising where we cruise and you're underwater, you could see one. They they don't even like deep water. They like like 10 to 30 foot depth water in general. So they're in fairly shallow water. So there's a really good chance that you could find one of these arrow crabs. Now, what is cool about them is that they are true crabs. Okay, now what I mean by that is there are a lot of animals that get the name crab that are not true crabs. Like, for example, hermit crabs, king crabs, porcelain crabs, horseshoe crabs. None of these animals are crabs. They're not actually crabs. Horseshoe crabs aren't even crustaceans. So, you know, it's very misleading. Common names can be very confusing. But there is a group, an order of crustaceans that are the true crabs, and they belong to that order. And and that's pretty cool. Now, one of the things that makes them true crabs is that when they breed and they're born, they hatch from eggs, they are these little microscopic things called zoea. And zoea are plankton and they drift in the ocean currents until they molt their exoskeleton enough times to uh, get big enough that they don't have to drift around anymore. And then they will settle in to a spot Hopefully that is suitable for their living conditions and uh, and that's and then they'll grow into their adult phase and start the cycle all over again. Cool. Yeah. Arrow crabs are awesome and they like I said they're cute. Now they like to eat worms. So, sorry mom, but uh, they especially things like feather duster worms. You know, little feather duster yeah. worms and Christmas tree worms and Basically, little polyky worms. They're they're actually fairly popular in the pet trade because people will put them in their saltwater aquariums to r- get rid of these things called bristle worms, which are these little polyky worms that often come in with what's called live rock that goes into coral reef aquariums or or saltwater aquariums, and they have little organisms on the rocks, which is mostly good. But you get some that you don't want in there, like bristle worms, which reproduce like crazy, eat everything, and sting you if you touch them. So not really what most aquarium hobbyists are looking for. The arrow crab will go in there, and it'll eat these things. So it can be an asset to have in your home aquarium. If it's a you know, if it's a marine aquarium, obviously you don't put it with your goldfish. That's not going to work very well. The video that we have in Grand Cayman. Um, the arrow crab is, looks like it's eating something. They're always eating. Every yeah. time I see they those, just, they just crabs look so are cute, which is funny for me to say since they look spider-like, but I think it's their weird looking head that does it for me. You know what they look like? They look like a really long, tall version of a, of a, of like a Hershey's kiss with like really long legs. Yeah. Kind of like, um. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> well, I was thinking like a daddy long leg. A little bit. But with the Hershey Kiss body. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about daddy long legs, by the way? I don't like them. They're not spiders. I don't care. You know that, right? I don't care. I don't they like don't them. have venom. That's a big myth that daddy long legs have venom. The daddy long leg, which there is a spider sometimes called that, but they're not 
highly venomous either. But people think daddy long legs are super toxic, but they just have fangs that are so small they can't bite you. No, daddy long legs are not spiders and they don't have any venom at all. They eat detritus off the forest floor. They're completely, totally harmless. Not because they have small fangs. They don't have fangs. So there's a, there's a little extra, not cruise creature, but creature bonus information. Cool. I still don't like them. They're important, Kimbra. I didn't say that they weren't important. I said I didn't like them. All right. We're going to have to change that about you. Anyway, that is it. That's going to wrap up this episode. We hope everybody out there has a wonderful and uh, as romantic as possible Valentine's Day, whether it is snuggling up with your favorite creature or your favorite book or your favorite human Whatever the case may be, we hope you all have a great Valentine's Day. Or maybe listening to a song about a special eel. Yeah. Bon Beanie, Matt, and Kimber here. And we want to wish everyone a very happy and romantic Valentine's Day. If you see teeth so thin and a long dorsal fin, that's amore. That's amore. With no scales on their skin and no pectoral fins, that's amore. That's amore. They have xenomorph jaws, constantly open maws, that's amore. Living mostly in caves and small creatures to their graves, that's amore. That's amore. Okay. Well, if that's wrapping things up, let's head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. All right. Thanks for hanging in there. Um, look, we have some kind of fun news, actually sitting here trying to think what to do with it after the music plays. And it occurred to me that we are getting a special delivery <gasps> next week. We are. This coming week. Yeah, Luna is getting her big girl house, which is good because she's getting to be a big girl. So we got the email finally that at when do we order that thing in December? December 23rd. And uh, it, it's being shipped and we actually have to, work from home that day so we can pull it off the truck because it is a big cage it is what three feet wide three feet tall uh-huh six feet long six feet long so yeah so she's gonna have her her big girl home and she'll be able to hang out in the living room with us yeah oh we gotta get a lot of stuff for that maybe that's what we'll do on sunday yeah, we're trying to figure out what we're gonna what we're gonna do on Valentine's Day. Maybe we'll go to Home Depot. Yeah.